brought to you by Nacho. Hello, and welcome to Payment Smartcast, Nacho's podcast channel, featuring discussions of interest to the payments community. I'm Dan Roth, Senior Director of Communications at Nacha. Nacha just released the 11th edition of the ACH Compliance Manual, which is available both in the Nacha store and can be purchased through your local payments association. The ACH Compliance Manual is a comprehensive handbook that details the requirements of the Nacha operating rules and covers a multitude of topics for those in the payments community who are ACH network specialists. It is an invaluable tool for anyone studying for the AAP or APRP exams and for those preparing for ACH annual audits or examinations by regulatory agencies. I am pleased that both Danita Tyrell and Annette Brown are joining us today on the Payment Smartcast to discuss the updated compliance manual. Danita is the Senior Director of ACH Network Rules Development and Technical Support at NACHA and led the efforts within the NACHA team to update the latest edition of the ACH Compliance Manual. Annette is the Assistant Director of ACH Network Rules at NACHA. Annette not only collaborated on the latest edition of the ACH Compliance Manual, but she also brings decades of experience working in financial institutions where she worked with customers on ACH payments. During this time as an employee of a financial institution, Annette earned both her AAP and APRP accreditations. Uh, so, Danita, welcome back to Notch's Payment Smartcast. It's great to have you back uh, this year. And first of all, I just want to start with just very high level. Uh, tell us about the compliance manual, what's in it, uh, how is it different from other NACHA publications, uh, and specifically the NACHA operating rules. Dan, thanks for having me back. The Compliance Manual is a unique publication amongst those that we offer because it is one, pla one place that compiles a lot of data that individuals can use in their day-to-day -day life at the financial institution. Sort of like an instruction manual almost for how you would go about handling certain situations. Um, I think it is uh, an imperative uh, piece of uh, equipment, if you will, in your toolkit, uh, if you are in operations, if you are preparing for any of the accreditation exams, it's really a how-to. Um, so it's very different from the guidelines. Say, for example, the Notch Operating Guidelines provides uh, what we like to consider the equivalent of the Reg E staff commentary tells you an expansion of the rules and how to implement the rules, but it's very broad, covers a lot of topics. The compliance manual is skinny down, right, to those essential elements I think somebody would need to know. Um, I think it's a great companion to the rules and guidelines for that reason, kind of really focuses you on what you need to concentrate on in the, the operations area. You know, uh, when we last did this, I think it was in 21, um, we do the publication early in the year. And in that case, in 2021, we had a pretty substantial set of rules changes that went in. Um, but the publication of the compliance manual didn't sync with the uh, balloting and passing of the rules. So we weren't able to really give a full explanation and fully update the compliance manual for those changes. So in that prior edition, there are just brief mentions of the changes and their effective dates. Um, in this edition, we've expanded on that. 
There are several um, rules changes that were part of that package, updates to authorizations, um, updates to reversals, reversals um, updates to the limitation on warranty. So a lot of things were just briefly mentioned. We've expanded on them in this edition. So if you have the 10th edition, you're really going to want to get the 11th edition to make sure that you're up to date. Absolutely. You're going to need it because some of the stuff has been outdated. And also, in addition to those changes we had in 2021, we also had a couple of changes in 2022 that weren't included. And that, those were concerned micro entries and changes to the third party sender rules. So you really need this current edition to be updated. So Danita, I'm hoping that you can take us behind the scenes a little bit of the writing of the compliance manual and tell us a little bit about who's involved, what's the process, and how do you work to create the final product? Sure. All of the documents or publications that we work on, it, they're a collaborative process, right? So it's the rules department. Uh, we also pull in our general counsel. Uh, so us with the general counsel, we'll, we'll pull it together um, to review the document first. We go through it chapter by chapter because there are some things that are global changes. We may be referring to something differently. But there are also those rules changes that we need to incorporate. So we'll go through each chapter. We'll see what changes need to be made. We then assign chapters to members of the rules department. That would be Annette here, along with Carrie Conahan and myself. We'll each take some set of chapters and we'll work through them. Once we do a first pass, then we trade them off. Take a look. You see, did I get it right? We've got questions in the margins. Let us know what you think. I wasn't sure about this, that sort of thing. So it really is a collaborative effort. Uh, once we're done, we, we put it back together so that the formatters can uh, put it in the order that we need. Um, then our, our publications manager, Denise Foley, does a great job working with our uh, formatter to pull that together. And then we have a, a series of rounds, right? Did they get it right? Did they understand what we meant? again, a series of reviews to make sure it is in tip-top shape before we send it to the publisher. Well, you've talked a lot about the team that is involved in making this, and obviously Annette is an important part of that team. So first of all, Annette, welcome to Notch's Payment Smartcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. You are the Assistant Director of ACH Rules for Notcha, but I'm hoping you can start off by telling us just a little bit about your journey to coming to the Notcha team. Thanks, Dan. Um, yes, I had worked in FIs for over 32 years, more recently at a credit union for over 28, and I had gone to the Payments Institute many times over the years and met many people, uh, network staff, and I had earned my AAP in 2001 and then my APRP in 2019. So I had a lot of exposure with NACHA, with the rules. I was the self-appointed rules geek at the credit union. And then we also um, used obviously a lot of the publications other than the rules, especially when I was studying for both accreditation exams. So congratulations that you've passed the AAP and the APRP, and those are obviously very significant accomplishments. Take us back to where you were in your career and why did you decide 
to sit for the AAP exam and what role did the compliance manual play in your test preparation? Well, first of all, back then it was, um, I felt important for my financial institution to have an AAP on staff because at the time we didn't have any. So three of us had actually studied and took the exam at the same time and all passed. Back then, uh, it was our payments association. We had the rules book. They supplied additional publications, one of which, of course, was the compliance manual. And it made it a lot easier to focus or potentially with the references in the compliance manual, find which section of the rules that you, if you needed more information on that particular chapter or topic. And that just made the, you know, the studies more focused when you may not have a lot of time to study because you have your full-time job to do as well and those all of those responsibilities on top of not having the time in the evenings maybe to study because you have a family which at the time i had one child and he was a toddler so <laughs> not a lot of uh, study time so you really needed to be able to focus that energy where it was most needed and so you passed the aap exam so congratulations and then you decided to sit for the APRP exam. So tell us a little bit about what made you decide to take the exam, and then how did you utilize the compliance manual in your preparation for the exam? Okay, thanks, Dan. Uh, yes, I was deemed by my coworkers to be a glut for punishment because no one was forcing me to take the exam. It was a you know second year on a new accreditation, but I think I just needed a challenge at that point because while I was wearing so many more hats and so many more responsibilities in my day-to-day -day job, it wasn't as challenging anymore. And sometimes I felt I was doing it in my sleep. So I, I needed that challenge. I felt it was beneficial to the financial institution to have someone with that accreditation on staff. So I went ahead and got the approval to take it, had fewer hours to study this time around because I at this point had three children and my father had gotten very sick. And so study time was at a bare minimum. <laughs> so it was very helpful to have a, that companion piece for the rules book to help easier, ease, more easily look up specific areas I wanted to study, as well as when you take the, the test prep uh, practice exams. Then you know your stronger areas, your weaker areas, and then you can guide your focus accordingly. So that really helps a lot. So thank you again, Danita and Annette. And for our listeners, again, a reminder that the just released edition of the ACH Compliance Manual is available for purchase now both in the Nacha store and with your local payments association. Thank you for tuning in. And we look forward to future editions of Nacha's Payment Smartcast, where we continue to welcome experts from throughout the payments ecosystem to share their perspectives on the latest topics impacting our industry.